the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views of the host and guests are their own, and not those of 9.30 a.m. The Answer or Salem Communications. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Milton along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch, and we're ready to talk gardening with you at 308-8867. 308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. It's a pretty day out here at the nursery. It's overcast, but it's uh, it's pleasant, and uh, there's a little bit of a of air blowing, and uh, the trees are swaying back and forth, and uh, we've got lots of folks doing lots of shopping. I'm trying to see eyeball what they're getting. Looks like some petunias. Uh, I saw I saw one lady come out with, or one group come out with strawberries and tomatoes and oh my, yeah, they're getting all the, good stuff to eat. Cool. Everybody here though has got uh, lantanas or. Texas bluebells, Vinca. Oh, um, oh yeah, cool. So all kinds of stuff here at the nursery. Uh, you can come by visit with us at 1604 on Bull Road. When you come by, be sure to pick up your Millburgers Fiesta Metal for just seven dollars. Uh, Fiesta Metals are very popular, and uh, you collect them all. And that's seven dollars, by the way. The proceeds will benefit the Salvation Army here in San Antonio. So uh, come on out and be a part of it. All right, 308-8867, 308-8867, toll free. It's eight six six three. 308-8867. And we want to mention that our, our new tomato or a oh yeah thank a you new tomato for you to sell is or for you to try is on sale for a limited time only. The it's called Tasty Lee T A S T I dash L E E. It's out of Florida and it was actually developed for flavor. Uh, it is developed so you can leave it on the plant longer, and uh, uh, it's a heat setter, and it's a determinant type of plant, so it fits in all the categories that uh, we like to have out here uh, with our tomatoes. And uh, we we just just grew a few for people to try this year. I realize uh, we should have had them at the same time we had all the other tomatoes, but... Uh, the season started earlier, and this this thing came on the scene a little bit later on. So we're just now getting transplants uh, grown for people to try. 
And uh, it, this is mainly a Millburger deal. Uh, the, the, most, most of the plants are had Millburgers here. And uh, mainly because of we had such a big promotion of the rodeo tomato this year. The uh, uh, 18 to 23, uh, the HM 1823, and uh, that tomato was promoted. Uh, first, the first time I've ever seen a tomato promoted for good taste. And of course, we all we all realize that uh, that everybody thinks that uh, that uh, uh, celebrity is a is a taste good tomato. So uh, what we'd like for you to do, if you've got some tomatoes already planted, is plant uh, plant a couple of these uh, tasty leaves. Uh, Calvin took his home yesterday and uh, got some that he can he can grow and compare. They 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 we're gonna have to compare them a little bit later on the season because uh, you've already got tomatoes setting on on the other tomatoes. That's right. So the, this this will be catch up time probably. It, the trying the plants that you buy today will probably have fruit by uh, let's see this is April uh, by the middle to late May will will have fruit that you will be able to compare with your other other uh, varieties. Uh, it's a great container plant uh, if you if you just want one. They've done a lot of research and they say it tastes better. I'm I'm kind of skeptical because we the taste uh, trials that we did uh, always turned up that that different people like different acid sugar ratio. And every year there was some different every, tomatoes, yeah, different winners. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so uh, I, I'm skeptical of their test test, but they Florida does a lot of good work and they test the same varieties that we test. So. Uh, and there's lots of other varieties still available too, and they're oh yeah in the one-gallon containers. That's what a lot of, a lot of people buy. Maybe they plus waited the, a little bit later to. Plus the peppers are here. Yeah. And uh, I got along with my uh, tasty lees yesterday. I got uh, eggplant and banana peppers, right. which I which I like for a mild pepper. But if you like the the bigger the peppers, the yellow or the green or the different colored ones there here too so lots of different choices on peppers and then lots of hot peppers as well and somebody and tam milds too yeah. on them jalapenos. oh okay oh really tam milds out there still hmm. out there yeah huh. i didn't know they were still growing that uh everybody got into this hotter than hell pepper uh, <laughs> not me growing <laughs> and uh standby kind of what k- kills me about that is uh, a lot of our listeners that talk about it, looking for the hottest pepper, and then you ask them, well, what are you using it for? And they say, uh, I just want the hottest pepper. <laughs> I'm not necessarily going to use it for So anything. they can give it to their buddies, give yeah. it to their friends. Yeah. And laugh and laugh. Laugh and watch, yeah. watch them run for water. And mm-hmm. then get, yeah, Milk have and the, the route to the emergency room uh, <laughs> straight. They're hospital hot, as I say. Uh, where was I? But hey, oh, oh yeah, somebody came by yesterday and uh, gave us a good recipe for shrimp uh, or for eggplant. Oh yeah, with a shrimp stuffing. Yeah, and uh, 
basically, as as I recall the re- recipe, you, you use the you cut up the eggplant, dice the kind of dice the eggplant, and then you put all the good stuff to eat with it. I know he, I knew like he would shrimp, remember this recipe. Yeah, shrimp and uh, what what all he put in peppers. Uh, and, oh, it's shrimp and pepper. It was a stew, wasn't it? One of the stew? Oh, no, I thought he was stuffing it and baking it. Oh, okay. I thought it was Like a stuffed stew. pepper, I thought. But Oh, okay. No? no? Really? I thought it was a stew. Oh, you thought it was a stew, yeah. too? Okay, yeah. well, I'm sorry. I thought you used to eat it down in Louisiana. I thought he was just describing a stuffed pepper. Sorry, a stuffed uh, What did y'all have in Louisiana? You would have made like a stuffed eggplant or a, a stuffed? stuffed... Yeah, but maybe that wasn't what he meant. It's okay. <laughs> All right. Either hey. way. What's that? Either way. We're trying to get trying to get the eggplant out of it. <laughs> All right, 308-8867, 308-8867, toll free, 866-308-8867, and uh, we'd love to have you uh, as a part of the show. And uh, speaking of tomatoes, my goodness, my little volunteer. You're going down, huh? Yeah, so we, uh, I had a broken um, uh, broom handle. Uh-huh. That was broken where it connected. So it was about, it was pretty tall. And so, you know, a week ago, the plant was below it. Now it's grown above that, too. It was, wow. yeah, it's going crazy. Those yeah. copious amounts of. You uh, must have put copious I, I did. I just sprinkled. You got the, it in a smaller container. Yeah. Or, or not a big. Yeah, so we have to keep it watered all the time. and yeah. uh, But it's going great. It has little, little cherry tomatoes on it. It's very forgiving. Uh, the cherry tomato seems to be. Um, but yeah, so they're supposed to have a bunch of uh, cherry. That sounds like sounds like what we did when our kids were growing up with a yardstick, you know. And there you go. And yeah, I got my little tomato. I know. <laughs> yeah. I keep marking the yardstick where how tall it's grown. I should do that because it's almost a. So let's see. We got a basket that we put in there. It's over the basket. Uh, yeah, that little volunteer. Four and a half, five feet tall. I would say five feet tall. Yeah. Five feet Gracious. Tall. That little basket. That little volunteer. In a contain, a little container. Well, it's not little. It's uh, it's small. I'll show you the picture. Just so it doesn't. Maybe. Tump uh, over. Yeah, that's gonna be a problem if it gets windy. It probably will yeah, tump. Or get some fruit on there. So anywho, 308-8867, 308-8867. That copious amount of odds go to do the trick. That is the secret. <laughs> just if you don't do anything else, copious amounts of Osmocote. Because you've got, like, like, like Greg Grant said, uh, he's working with a schoolroom garden up there in Tyler. Now that he's county kind of horticulturist up there, and uh, and that that was his first. Uh, they were they they hadn't fertilized in years. And they couldn't figure out why their plants weren't going big and and things like that. And so that that was Greg's first uh, mission was to put uh, fertilize the heck out of stuff, oh. work it into the soil before they planted. And so well, I think he's he gonna show them how to grow tomatoes and stuff up there. And I think it's good that we mention that every once in a while because I know a lot of people that get their put their new raised beds in or. Three years, four years, they don't fertilize afterwards, and then they, and you kind of say, "Well, when's the last time you fertilized?" And they give you this blank stare. You know, it's 
compost in there. So yeah, yeah, that's yes, they, yeah. they want to fertilize with compost, yeah. and you can't, you cannot adequately fertilize these hybrids with compost. And you not only you start with a really low level of nitrogen and nutrients in compost, but then after three or four years you got you got nothing. You yeah. might still have fair texture, but uh, nutrients are, are used up. So you got to keep fertilizing. Now you can. Uh, there are good gardeners out there that fertilize with just organic fertilizer, but you got to use a lot of it. Yeah, and you got to get you gotta it use ahead about of four, time. four times the amount that's and, called for. And David David Rodriguez uh, recommends. Uh, well, he he says you know that's one of the parallel ways you can fertilize, but then he he says you always got to fertilize way ahead of time too right. because of the slow release. Yeah, yeah. release. Right. So it becomes more of a planning, and uh, it's more expensive because the fertilizer is more expensive, but. You that, can do it. That way ahead of the time is, is a good point because the slow releases that we recommend, like the 1959 and the uh, uh, Osmocote, a certain amount is readily available. In other words, when you put it on there, like with uh, 1959, 50% of the nitrogen is available uh, when you when you apply it and wet it in. So uh, and and with an organic fertilizer, none of it is, uh, or very little is is available when you first put it down. So uh, you've got to give it a little head start. Now everybody out there, uh, we talked about what Roy said: 60% of chance of rain tomorrow, and mm-hmm. um, that's one of the reasons I I kind of went through the whole vegetable garden and refertilized onions, tomatoes. Uh, even squash, yeah, cucumbers, yeah, and uh, it's a good time to do it today because then you'll get the take advantage of the rain if it occurs. And the fertilizer is on sale today. What? Yes, sir. Slow release lawn fertilizer is. Yeah, that's yeah, the best. Use that on purpose. Have it on sale. Yeah, it's time. Let's. Uh, <laughs> oh, for lawn. Yeah. You're talking let's, lawn. Let's yeah. give everybody a good deal on it. Yeah. All right. We're talking veggies and flowers too. So we got Trace up here, obviously, on the porch with us. What's going on, sir? It's busy today. Yeah, it's a, it's day to it's be a nice here. day. It's not too hot. Mm-hmm. Got a nice little breeze, and uh, we do have uh, extra parking. So uh, definitely room for everybody to keep coming. Yeah, it's, and uh, folks are getting, we were watching some of the stuff some from Petunia. She's got some blue plumbago. Let's see, what else do we got? Uh, the, Firecracker the fern. fern. Yeah. You need a new uh, officer, though, directing traffic. Why? Well, he's great. Well, he's when he saw that I, I had the Aggie emblem on oh, my truck, he, uh, he, he suggested that I move it down in the creek bed. Oh, oh. I'm surprised he didn't say go park it in the street. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so clearly he understands what he's doing. Uh. <laughs> yeah, so, okay, so let's see. I'm um, looking, staring at you right now. Is uh, the plant of the weekend? How are we doing on that? Ah, uh, there's still about a dozen left. Okay. So after the show, we didn't get too many more calls on it, but uh, we do have we do have uh, about a dozen. Good. And tell me what it is. So it is a new, at least new to us, bottle brush, and it's only supposed to get uh, four to six feet tall, and it's uh, instead of that really bright red, this is a neon pinkish purple. Yeah, that's a good description. Uh, $39.99 and uh, it just definitely stands out 
in relation to the the red. Yeah, it's really very pretty, and and it's a uh, again the the flowers are just eye catching with their color. Definitely see it from a distance. Mm-hmm. Even Calvin can see it from a distance. And you say it's not a it's not a tall not a big tall. Yeah, it's a it's a shorter grower. So depending on soil depth and all that, so it says like four to six feet. Yeah. So, so it's so in, in between the, the what everybody knows is little John bottle brush and the tree. So this is if you need something that's not is kind of in the middle there. This does fit that bill. And it's thirty nine. Thirty-nine ninety-nine. Yep. And um, so here's the deal. Yesterday, when we started talking about it, uh, we had forty. When Trace came back, we had twelve. Uh, after uh, the show, so there's a couple things, and it sounds like folks called in and asked to put some aside. Yep, we got a few set aside, Good. and I'm and as showy as they are, I'm sure a lot of people just picking them up too, because yeah, they, they definitely stand out. So you can come today and get it. It's a good day to come out to the nursery, or we're going to make a, a special deal just for our listeners. Call four nine seven three seven six zero. That's Millburgers' main number four nine seven. The nursery's main number four nine seven three seven six zero. You know, tell me your name and some. Hey, I heard you talk about the plant of the weekend, the bottle brush, and it's called neon. It's like bottle neon. Hold on, just right. I'm spin it around here. Spinning it around. It's on the exact opposite side. Yeah. <laughs> bottle so, pop. Bottle pop neon bottle brush. Bottle pop. Neon bottle brush. Sure, are you going to remember that? Yeah, bottle. Just remember neon bottle. Neon, neon. remember the neon bottle brush. And uh, just tell them, hey, okay, put two aside for me. I'll come pick them up Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday, and they'll take care of you. So, cool, that's great. Well, Trace, what else is going on? Usually on Sundays we get to hear about some of the stuff that's coming into the nursery. Y'all are selling a a lot of pretty good-looking sod out there. We're selling, yes. Uh, oh, we'll, we'll, have, we'll have more in in the morning. Oh, okay. Well, and we mentioned yesterday, but uh, there's a lot more vegetable, a lot more peppers here. The banana peppers are there, and eggplants. And I, yep. I hope there's still eggplants. There, there was still some this morning, and okay. some watermelon, and cantaloupe, mm. and we got uh, we got that new tomato out there. Uh, Tasty leaves. Yeah, and I believe I bought this coming week. I think I have uh, every dwarf cherry surprise in the state will be here. Oh, no. So note that. (laughs) Jerry did not mention it. He never does because he doesn't want you comparing a taste of a cherry tomato to the taste of the bigger tomatoes. But in my mind, that's the best tasting tomato that we offer or we recommend. And you can compare that to the Tasty Lee and also to the uh, HM1823. We welcome all competitions. That's right. Would you tell us, everybody's taste buds are different. So, there you uh, go. Yeah, right. this is, but this is, that, that is, um, to my mind, I mean, it, it seems that that is the one tomato that more more people agree on, that, 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 that it's got a great taste. Combination. It's got. It does have some acid on there. Yeah. It's a, uh, sugary too. So, the, good tomato. The reason, the reason we're putting this tasty Lee out is I'm waiting for the call from the person that says I grew that tasty Lee and that's the nastiest tasting tomato I ever yeah. put in my mouth. <laughs> but and the, then I'm gonna call the people in Florida and say, no. Hey, <laughs> we got a guy here. So our gal here that doesn't like the taste of your tasty Lee. When is your BHN 968 going to be here? 
Because there's well, a lot of people out there. That I'm pretty sure there's a few out there now, but uh, probably Tuesday or Wednesday. Okay, so yeah. keep that in mind because as Jerry keeps alerting everybody, they're, they're not going to be on the market long. So if you uh, really love that tomato like I do, get yours this week, and then you'll have it for the season. And they're, they're a producing uh we we'll talk about a producing machine. Oh, yeah. They, and the BHN 968 is. Yeah, you can get tired. You can actually get tired of picking tomatoes. Oh, well, yeah. some, oh, some, somebody might. Tired. You will get tired of picking Yeah, well, they. Uh, see, I, Judy, I, my, my basket wife, would never get heavy because I'd eat half of them before I got inside. <laughs> That's true. Well, Judy told me not to tell the story anymore about. I, I really miss my mother because I could push her down on the wheelchair. Oh, Pick. She loved those tomatoes, and she didn't, didn't mind just picking them, picking them, picking them. She locked the tomato, locked the wheelchair in, so she had to pick the tomatoes. That's just, right. Just call she, me. She didn't fill the basket. Just call me, in. Mom, when all the, all the tomatoes are picked. <laughs> but boy, they they are productive. Again, 308-8867, 308-8867. Anything else coming in that's uh, exciting? A lot of people walking out with these big ones, too. Well, and the begonias, yep. begonias are still on sale, right? Oh, begonias are, yeah. Uh-huh. I, because there's a huge display, and I keep seeing your staff bringing those in. We still have our uh, Millburgers exclusive Fiesta Metal thing going on. Uh-huh. So you can come in to any of the cashiers, and it's a, it's a $7 donation. You can get a Millburger Fiesta pin. First edition, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll donate the money to the Salvation Army. Yeah, and so uh, it is limited edition, and uh, uh, but uh, come on by and get them as soon as you can. You can also uh, learn about the upcoming uh, kids workshop on bats if you go to MillburgerNursery.com, and that's going to be is that full yet? I don't know if it's full yet. I just feel proud because I I started that process. I tried to get it for Halloween. Oh, um, that. That didn't work out so well, but uh, I'm glad we can yeah. kids learning about uh, about bats and how good they are. Mm-hmm. That's right. Bats are an important part of the environment, and uh, we don't we didn't give them their due service in the past, but we need to do that now. Another thing, um, how many type, kinds of basil do you have over there? Uh, right now, there's probably four or five different types. This is basil weather right now. Yeah, yeah it's growing like mad. And, uh, um, so get your basil. A lot of people cook with it. Yeah, I saw some of the red leaf varieties. Sweet basil is what we sell the most of. Uh-huh. Uh, and they are on sale for buck eighty-eight. so that's pretty oh. good. I know. There's, there's some people, too, that uh, grow basil or grow extra amounts of basil because of the birds love that the seed. Oh. And... Uh, and of course, we talk. We talk about the. It's not. It's not really uh, parsley time. When when we grow dill, and that is that in the winter time too. Uh, no, 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 no. Dill no, is dill's fine because that's a good caterpillar plant yeah. too. We do have, tails, we yeah. do have a little bit of dill out there now, and more on the way. Uh, but yeah, it's a great, great uh, butterfly yeah. attracting. And what's the uh, the licorice? Um, the na- there's another name for. Uh, anise, huh? Anise, yeah, but there. Um, well, there's some rue, ruda out there. That's another one that that the cat- caterpillars like. Yeah, uh, and there is another. Somebody, somebody in the audience will help me remember that another plant that uh, tastes like uh, licorice that uh, the butterflies same league with dill and parsley in terms of those swallowtails. 
Hey, we got to take a break while we do. Give us a call at 308-8867. Thank you, Trace. 308-8867. And toll free, it's 866-308-8867. We'll talk to Raul and James right after this on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road. Right now, Millburgers has great savings on some of your springtime favorites, your favorites that will allow you to create a garden that will be the envy of the neighborhood. Ready for this? This week at Millburgers, you'll save on zinnias in the four-inch pot, now just 88 cents each. You have to brighten up shade, you have to brighten up sun, begonias can do both, and you'll find them on sale in the four-inch pot for just 98 cents each. Lantana is on sale. This beautiful Texas superstar is loved by hummingbirds and butterflies. It's loved by homeowners, especially those that have deer, because the deer don't like it, and it's drought-resistant. It's on sale in the one-gallon container for just Four eighty-eight. This week at Millburgers, you'll save on begonias in the 12-inch pot, ready to display, just fourteen eighty-eight. You'll save on geraniums. Herbs are on sale for just $1.88 in the 4-inch pot. You'll save on these and more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery. And now, a word from Bob Jenkins of Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services. Hi, I'm Bob Jenkins of Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services. And we at Bob Jenkins say safety is our first concern. As stewards of the environment, we believe in protecting the ecosystem by defending and protecting your home from pests and keeping your lawn healthy and weed-free. Wait a minute. I'm Bob Jenkins of Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services, and we take pride in our customer service and have a for over 30 years. It's no wonder we at Bob Jenkins have won the Super Service Award 10 years in a row. I'm sorry, but I'm Bob Jenkins of Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services. When you call me, Bob Jenkins, we'll find and fix the problem you're having. If it's rodents, insects, stinging bugs, or if you need help killing weeds and bringing your lawn back to life, Bob Jenkins is the answer. Call Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services today and ask about their 20% off special on lawn fertilization and weed control and $20 off a lawn aeration. 210-979-PEST. JenkinsPest.com. I'm Bob Jenkins, and we are making San Antonio's lawns green again, and I approve this message. One, two, three, four! San Antonio is Military City, USA. And 9.30 a.m., The Answer is proud to be a part of the tradition with Military City, USA Radio, Saturday mornings at 0800 hours. You'll hear from members of our active military, military civilians, and our veterans who have contributed to the brave history of our military. Military City, USA Radio. Saturdays at 0800 hours on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. How do you choose a realtor? For most people, realtors are frequently selected based on what a buyer or seller believes an agent can do for them. In reality, your realtor is first and foremost an advisor who must be trustworthy because following your agent's guidance is the most important element in a successful real estate transaction. Experience matters. Real estate broker, realtor, and talk show host John Thurman brings trustworthiness and over 15 years' experience to your individual transaction. Look him up at heartoftexasrealty.com. That's John Thurman, heartoftexasrealty.com. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Raul is on the line at 308-8867. Raul, welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How are you doing today? Thank you very much for taking my call, and good afternoon to both of you. Uh, I live in Laredo, and uh, I'm, I went to San Diego, and I saw this beautiful tree called a L tree. Does your nurseries have it, and would it grow well down in South Texas? Coral tree? 
They're very fro- <clears throat> they're very cold tender. Where where did you say will they grow well? Where you saw them in San Diego? Is that right? Or Laredo? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, fr- I live in Laredo, but I was in San Diego. The tree was a real pretty tree. I was wondering if you can grow it down there. So what? Yeah. Is Chat? Cor- coral. No. Oh. Uh, it, it's a tropical. Oh, it's not, tropical it's tree. not fireman's cap. No. Um. Oh. I, I I think it would freeze down there. Feel free. Yeah, okay. I think well, that's going to be your problem. It. All right. Now, do you have okay. something similar to that tree? Oh, I, I doubt it. That it blooms as pretty as that thing does. Some uh, of, yeah. Um, Some of the orchid trees, but they're not in that same leaf. Yeah, then I'd, I'd say the closest thing that would bloom that much uh, in Laredo is some type of crape myrtle or any pretty of the much. crape myrtles. Sure, I got about twenty-four of those already. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they they bloom they bloom pretty down there. Yeah, I have a half an acre and I have about four hundred plants. So. Oh my gosh. Trees, so. Oh my goodness. Okay, well the Laredo's a good place to grow. Uh, it stays stays. It's much milder than it is even in San Antonio. That's right, sir. All right, I appreciate it. Thank you. How about All you? right, thanks, man. Sorry. Take care. Bye-bye. All right, 308-8867 is our number, and James is on the line. Hi, James. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Hey, just fine. How about yourself? Doing swell. What's going on? Yeah, I got a question about uh, onion. Uh, okay. My sweet yellers got hammered because, uh, I don't know, it was 18 or 17 or something like that. So um, I tilled them up, replanted uh, early early whites from Dixondale. Right. And uh, they got about eight, uh, eight uh, 11 leaves on them right now. Looking oh, good. that's great. Starting to, starting to bulb. Uh, that's great. I, I found one of them the other day that the... The sheath and the leaves on the outside of the onion were separating. The the leaf and the sheath was uh, in one piece, and it was down at the base of the onion. It, it was separating from the rest of the onion. Is that because we're really too wet out here because it's seven inches of rain in March? Or no? Why why would that be happening? Do you know? You said you just found one of them. They're not they're all just, doing that, right? No, they're just one of them, but it, it got me worried, man. No, don't worry about that. It, don't it, worry. It's, okay. it's just that that particular onion. Oh, okay. Well, I feel a lot better now because that's a 140-foot row, and they're pretty, and they're pretty thick. Yeah, well, it sounds like they're growing real good, and uh, and uh, you don't see any 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 uh, any of them bolting or having flowers yet. No, I talked to um, Bruce Fraser down at Dixondale Farms, and he said if you can if you can get them in to where you can make thirteen leaves before they start bulbing, that's the home run. That's, there you, you go. You want to get them in earlier than that. There you go. James, you didn't oh, see any. Uh, you didn't have any wind damage, huh? No, I Later. got a a four four foot windscreen around that part of the garden. I've this ain't my first rodeo, man. Uh, <laughs> okay, thanks a lot. Well, that's uh, good. Yeah, Bruce knows what he's talking about when it comes to onions. 
Yeah, in fact, they call get... they call him Mr. Onion or the Onion Man. Or... Oh, he's the man. Yeah, he said if you can get 13 leaves right before Bulbin, you you hit the home run. You did it right. So that's what we're there trying you go. for. There you go. Thanks, sir. So is Jerry uh, Milton? Is Jerry the the sub onion then, or uh, Jerry's little onion? Little uh, onion, little onion, uh, <laughs> or Junior? Uh, onion, onion man in in study. Yeah, there you go. In, I went waiting. I went and looked at the uh, herbs and fennel was uh, what I was trying to think of. Oh, okay. But I uh, didn't smell like uh, licorice to me, so maybe I got that fragrance, uh, the flavor wrong. But fennel. Uh, anybody that uses fennel, give us a little background on that, uh, what, what it's used for. But it's a good, it's a good, it's a plant that a lot of the black swallowtails like. Liz is on the line at 308-8867. 308-8867. Hi, Liz. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Hey, I'm fine. I'm enjoying the breeze. Isn't that Yeah, doesn't it feel good? It does. Um, Y'all mentioned the fennel for the swallowtail. Um, I, I, I'm interested in that, but I was told at one time that sometimes uh, these are fed uh, through systemic um, uh, pesticides. Um, and I'm wondering, how can one tell whether a plant has been fed that way or not? I, I, I'm concerned. What, 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 what did we mention? The fennel. The, the fennel for the butterflies and other plants for butterflies that um, are used oh. for larval, uh, <clears throat> for the caterpillars. Well, uh, most, most commercial growers uh, don't use uh, uh, systemic insecticides, especially on, uh, on, our, on food crops, herbs and vegetables and things like that. Oh, okay. Okay, that's good. So you don't you don't have to worry about that being a problem. Yeah, because uh, she's, she's worried about the somebody. A lot of folks are talking about uh, the uh, butterfly plants. Oh, yeah. No, nobody uses systemic insecticides on. Uh, I don't know. I uh, I don't know if that was tried. And you can you can tell. That they haven't used a systemic insecticide because if they had, you wouldn't have aphids. You know how how the, how the aphids are always yeah. on those butterfly plants. Well, if they yeah, yeah. if they had used the systemic insecticides are more uh, are more useful against aphids than they are any other type of insect. Okay, well that's a good sign. So, so look for the aphids, and then it's a look. Look a for the aphids. Plant. There you go. And you don't. You usually don't have to look far on uh, milkweed, <laughs> even yeah, tropical no, milkweed. Right. I've been. I, I have seen some some of that. Uh, my other thought was the gentleman from uh, Laredo was asking about a flowering tree. Uh, the Anacacha orchid has yeah. big, beautiful trees. I wonder how that would work down there. Um, no, Anacotia orchid would do well in Laredo, but uh, it's it's not as showy as the as the tree he was talking there about. There are some of the other orchids though that are showier than the Anna. Yeah, and I can't remember their name. I know my neighbor uh, grew some until they froze, <laughs> uh, but oh, wow. down in Laredo, uh, but they even in San Antonio lasted like five or six years. In in yeah. Laredo, they might even last longer but i think you're on the right um 
route. I think there's at least there's at least a couple of those those orchid trees that are a little more sensitive to cold, but that might have a pretty long tenure down there in Laredo. Well, that yeah, and I and I was just thinking about because I see the one at the botanical garden often, and it you know it's it's surviving somehow, but. And I thought, oh, that would be a pretty tree. So, well, I thank you guys for your information and for the time that you give to the public. Thanks, okay, Liz. Well, thanks, thanks for, for calling, calling and being in. a part of it. Yeah. You call anytime, Liz. Take your care. I will. Thank you. Bye. Right. 308-8867. 308-8867. So you, uh, Trace was mentioning basil, and I, uh, I got a, uh, a little uh, email sent to me uh, with a question on what are the uh, ideal conditions for growing basil. Sun, drainage, pots, what do you do? What are you thinking? Well, uh, my wife Judy grows it in a container, right. and, and it gets it's on the patio. It gets morning sun up through about uh, up through about 1 o'clock, and then it's blocked by the, the house, and it really prospers there. I think it can even tolerate even more sun than that. Full sun is oh, okay. what they talk about. Oh, but, yeah. But morning sun is pretty productive. That's one thing about herbs. You don't need to produce seven bales per plant. You just need a, uh, well, the thing about basil is it gets so big, uh, people don't cut it back. That's and that's you know you got to keep it trimmed back to keep it mannerly as unless great. yeah unless you're growing it for the birds yeah but but it's uh, it's amazing how the seeds really attract hmm. the birds but that that is you get less uh, desirable leaf right for flavoring if you do let it keep going right. like that um, copious amounts of osmocote you don't actually need a lot a little bit helps but you don't okay. need a lot. And just you don't need copious. Of yeah, you're, you're not, semi-copious. How yeah. big a container? Maybe. Um, uh, well, five gallon or five gallon is per- perfect. Okay. I mean, it'll grow, it would even grow in a three gallon. Yeah. It just doesn't get as big. All right. And hey. it's done. It's done by the end of the summer. You know. Okay. See. All right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867, and toll-free. It's 866-308-8867. We're going to take a break and come back in just a moment. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons. I'm Milton Glick, and this is 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bolverde Road. Right now, Millburgers has great savings on some of your springtime favorites. Your favorites that will allow you to create a garden that will be the envy of the neighborhood. Ready for this? This week at Millburgers, you'll save on zinnias in the four-inch pot, now just 88 cents each. You have to brighten up shade, you have to brighten up sun, begonias can do both, and you'll find them on sale in the four-inch pot for just 98 cents each. Lantana is on sale. This beautiful Texas superstar is loved by hummingbirds and butterflies. It's loved by homeowners, especially those that have deer, because the deer don't like it, and it's drought-resistant. It's on sale in the one-gallon container for just four eighty-eight. This week at Millburgers, you'll save on begonias in the twelve-inch pot, ready to display, just fourteen eighty-eight. You'll save on geraniums. Herbs are on sale for just a dollar eighty-eight in the four-inch pot. You'll save on these and more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery. <laughs> 
Come to Furniture Now. Our prices are great. We don't play games with discounts. Everything is simply the lowest price every day. The salespeople are not on commission at Furniture Now, so you won't experience that awful salesperson pressure. If you are shopping for furniture, stop by Furniture Now. You'll be glad you did. Furniture Now is having a huge internet sale. Save hundreds of dollars. Check it out at MyFurnitureNow.com. MyFurnitureNow.com. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. You've heard about the amazing benefits of fish oil for heart health, memory, learning, and mood. However, it's important to know that not all fish oils are alike. A poor quality fish oil may contain contaminants and be rancid, leading to unpleasant aftertaste and burping. There's a brand you can rely on, just as medical doctors have for years. Nordic Natural Pure, award-winning, and patent fruit-flavored omega-3 fish oil. All Nordic Natural fish oils meet strict European medical standards and are independently tested, documenting exceptional purity and freshness levels. You'll feel and taste Nordic Natural's difference. Nordic Natural Omega-3 fish oils come in a variety of natural fruit flavors, both in liquid and capsule form. Children enjoy the chillable strawberry capsules and will ask for more. And you can get these at Rhonda's Nature's Way, two locations. 624 Southwest Military and 8059 Callahan at the corner of I-10 West and Callahan. Dennis Prager here with an important message. We spend our whole lives taking care of those we love. However, statistics show that over half of all adults fail to have a will prepared. Giving the gift of a well-prepared estate plan is one of the most loving things you can do for those you care about. So let me introduce you to Charlie Weisinger with Weisinger Law Firm. Charlie is an estate planning attorney who takes the time to get to know you and your family and your goals and desires for them. Charlie makes the process simple. Most clients have a plan in place in as little as two visits. Give Charlie Weisinger and his staff at Weisinger Law Firm a call today. Your first consultation is free. Weisinger Law Firm is conveniently located one mile north of 1604 in Selma, Texas. You can reach him at 210-308-0800. That's 210-308-0800. Or online at WeisingerLawFirm.com. W-E-I-S-I-N-G-E-R LawFirm.com. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road, home of the new Millburgers First Texas uh, First Annual uh, Fiesta Medal. Uh, it's on sale here for $7, and uh, the proceeds benefit the Salvation Army. So come on by and pick it up. Our phone number is 308-8867, and Angelo is on the line. Angelo, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing just fine. Thank you. Good. Um, I um, went out and did fertilizing this morning. Now, there was a place that I went to who told me, don't get miracle Grow and all that. But that's what I got. That's what I used. And, I mean, I've used it for years. It works. But they say there's always better stuff and all that. And I'm, 
And I was, I was doing it for my tomatoes and all my little veggie plants that I got this year. But here's the deal. I bought this little apparatus that comes with that miracle Girl thing, and you, 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 hook, it, you hook it to your, 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 your water hose, and it basically distributes it accordingly because it, I guess it knows what to do. So you just spray it around and, you know. Right. Well, that little apparatus, I was looking, I was like, why is this water coming out? practically clear shouldn't it be somewhat type of uh, a little bit blue so i can tell that it's actually coming out and so right. I, 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 I so i was thinking well, maybe things broken so what i did i just poured the stuff in a bucket mixed it up really good and i went to each plant and gave it a little love and my wife goes that's too blue and i went well how do i i don't know yeah so i'm like well, I'm not sure. She goes, you're going to kill them all, you know. And I'm, and I'm thinking, man, you know. So, I, so I, what I did after I got through, I made it lighter blues to make her feel a little comfortable. I said, okay, there this, you go. There you go. And um, I did go to each planetary. But what I did, I took that apparatus, and it has like a little stem that goes inside of that little uh, um, tube. Uh, it's like a... Right. It's a sprayer. It's a sprayer. It has a tube yeah. that's connected to the top part. And so I put my finger there to feel if there was any suction or anything, and it actually was. And so I, I, I unscrewed it, and I took the tube in where it could touch the top of, the, of that blue potion, and it was pulling it, but it was still very, very clear. And I'm thinking, is that how it's supposed to be? Maybe it knows that it, it needs to distribute it in a light manner. It doesn't want to over... Uh, fertilize, I guess, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, it usually uh, distributes that uh, stuff at 10 to 1, 10 to 1 ratio. Yeah. And so, uh, well, uh, but uh, it should still be sort of blue. That's what I you thought. Know, so I, I, the, I know that thing's, that thing's broken then. Cause it wasn't yeah, it, 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 every now and then you get them the malfunction. Okay, so that's it, what I was saying. You can. You now, don't we, use much fertilizer that way. It's no, weird. no. <laughs> well, uh, the so best, the uh, best thing, the best thing to do is, is when you think it's malfunctioning, and it's not putting out any blue water that you can see, is, is run it, run some in a in a glass of water. In other yeah. words, fill a fill a fill a glass up, and see if see if you can detect the blue color. Then, if it's just clear like water. Then, then you it's probably malfunctioning. Yeah, it, so, so you basically confirm that it's malfunctioning. Now, what right, about this last right. question? I, so now that I did use it, it was it wasn't dark blue, but it was rather blue. Um, do you think that might hurt my plants? Do I need to water it a little more so it doesn't get overwhelmed with too much of that fertilizer? No, I, no, I don't think so. It, okay. And and if if you think you put too much fertilizer in there just just uh watered with just put, put put some water in there in other words watered with a with a clear solution uh on okay just regular water and uh, right, that, well, that'll that'll dilute it even more but i, okay, I don't think you heard, i don't think you heard anything well i'm hoping not because last year i had a pretty good yield they never turned red. I had to keep pulling those big fat tomatoes off. They were green, but when I brought them in the house, they turned red after a while. But eventually, I just got discouraged and I just sliced them up, and made fried green tomatoes. Those were good too. Well, you got to be more patient, guy. They're gonna turn red. <laughs> They're just getting I bigger. Know. Yeah, I mean, they're getting so big. I'm like, show me some red. I need a little bit of red. And I get, I get, no. I get, you know, 
They turn so red from the, the. They turn red from the inside. Okay. Inside so out. So, patience so, is the virtue, right? Yeah, you. Uh, I mean, you were growing a big tomato. Do you remember what variety you had? You know what? I sure don't. And uh, I'm trying to pay attention to that a little more closer because my green thumb seems to be pretty cool, and I'm, I'm getting pretty lucky. I get a lot of good yield back on everything I grow. And, um, good. So you know, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still an amateur at this, but I, uh, I, I seem to be doing it fairly well. You know, I have a small garden, but it's enough. Um, um, okay. I call it my, it's my organic garden. Thank you. There you go. Very cool. All, All right. right. Well, I just, you just give those to me. They just want to get bigger. You're doing such a good job. They want to get bigger for you. A lot, a lot of the, a lot of the hybrids that we talk about uh, put on the market here uh, can get to be a pound, almost a pound tomato, before they turn red. So uh, just, just leave them alone, and uh, they'll turn red. And you don't have to eat fried green tomatoes. There you go. All right, 308-8867, 308-8867. Hey, speaking of organics, if you're looking for a line of organic products to choose when you come to Millburgers, check out Nature's Creation, an all-natural line of lawn and garden products, including natural fertilizers, herbicides, insecticides, fungicides, and soil amendments. Their motto is what they strive to do, keep these plants kid, pet, and planet safe. Nature's Creation is a Texas company uh, which has combined the latest in organic research with traditional materials to offer an environmentally responsible consumer solution for folks who are looking for uh, organic products for their lawn and garden needs. We mentioned soils. Uh, Mil- uh, Nature's Creation offers two natural fertilizers for application on turfs and plants. Their premium lawn and garden fertilizer, which contains no, no manure or biosolids, and turf food, uh, which is a poultry litter formula. I look for Nature's Creation here at Millburgers, where you can find a complete list of uh, all and the complete line of Nature's Creation environmentally friendly products. Their slogan is Kid, Pet, and Planet Friendly. Alan is on the line at 308-8867. Hey there, Alan. Thanks for waiting. How can we help you today? Hello. I bought a, uh, a whole lot of uh, impatience from Millburger I picked up yesterday. And I got. I have a bed that needs some fresh soil. What bags would you recommend to put some fresh soil in a flower bed? Like bags mm-hmm. of uh, rose soil or something like that. In the be- in a bed or in a container? It's in a bed. I have a twenty by twenty bed in the front yard that I'm going to plant five hundred impatiens. And. I just need to is, is it under a tree? Is it a, under? It's under a tree or in full shade? Under about twenty trees, yeah. Oh, okay, good. So any of the soil mixes would be fine for that. Um, you, you don't have to. I wouldn't use a potting mix. I'd use a uh, one of the soils that are heavy on organic material. And I think there's three or four different choices there. Right. And uh, if you're using that volume, I get, get get one that's kind of moderate priced. Yeah. Right. Well, they. Uh, I've heard that rose soil was good. Yeah, rose soil is think- a, got a good combination. Alan, there's a train in your car. Look out. <laughs> 
Uh oh, the train's going by. I'm sitting at a railroad track. No, I know. I know. We we, we figured. That's okay. Don't don't get too close. Yeah, be careful there. I'm not. I'm not. That train sounded kind of close. (laughs) Is that Rosie? I'm I'm first in line. It naturally went right down in front of me as I was coming up to the street. Actually. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, the road road makes road makes. Yeah, road makes will be good. Okay. All right. Well, I got some planning to do if you all want to come help me. No, uh, we're busy that day. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'll stop by and get some bags. All right, thanks, sir. You take care. Thank you. All right, 308-8867, 308-8867, toll-free, 866-308. Yep, did you want to ask your question on the air? Oh, that's okay. Well, you you talk to Jerry, and Jerry will tell us afterwards. All right, three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Calvin, what's uh, going on in your world, and what are you what are you planting right now? Well, I'm planting the uh, the vegetables, the warm weather vegetables, pe- peppers, as I mentioned, egg, eggplants, uh, and of course tomatoes. Still, we've got the large one gallon tomatoes too, so that if you want to. Plant one that's going to be blooming and start to set fruit almost immediately after you plant them. And then uh, another thing I'm doing is uh, zinnias. Oh yeah, planting the. We got lots of. We got at least uh, well, I think three or four different kinds of zinnias here at Millburgers now, and you can get the kind with the big, colorful flowers, well shaped like Dreamland and Magellan, and then there's. Uh, uh, the uh, Linaris, which is a smaller uh, little zinnia that uh, kind of spra- spreads on the ground, that's a little more drought tolerant, and uh, Profusion, which is kind of a medium size, it's got some new colors available uh, this year. So lots, lots of choices on zinnias. One of my favorite plants, and uh, you can grow them by seed too if you. If you like, like uh, California Giant and Cactus are two varieties, Dahlia-flowered zinnias, uh, they're they're always fun, too. And, of course, the butterflies and the hummingbirds love them. Uh, cut flowers make great cut flowers, and they can take the summer heat. They're, most of them, the bigger ones, are not xeriscape plants. They do need regular watering. Um, so that's one, even though they look... Like they're pretty tough in terms of the they're tough in terms of the heat and they they love full sun but they do need regular watering and they do really well in containers too. What was he asking you to he do? Was, he was ashamed he a, to be on the air. Had a bare barren fence or bare fence, uh, metal fence in the back to uh, keep bears out. Yeah, and uh, he wanted to know what what kind of vine he wanted a vine to put on there. And I recommended butterfly vine down the hill behind us there, and um, uh, he he wanted something that that you know would bloom and for pretty. It looks like he was in full sun, so he'll be all right with that. Yeah, that's a good one. Cross vine is still blooming out there too. That's another good vine. Doesn't bloom as long as uh, the butterfly vine does. I was up at Wild Seed Farm the other day, and uh, that their cross vine took a pretty big hit. Yeah, from the cold. Fredericksburg, yeah, ah. from the cold. 
But uh, I think Butterfly Vine did too. Yeah, and uh, we we kind of we think Butterfly Vine has a little more. Uh, the deer, deer pass it up. Yeah, it seemed to be cross. Yeah, in my neighborhood, I know the cross vine. They ate mine. So they ate your cross vine. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, Forrest Appleton had cross vine. And the deer ate it so bad he replaced it with butterfly vine, and they were they, they passed doing up. okay on that. And both of those vines, they don't take over the neighborhood either. I mean, they they can cover <laughs> and they're thick, uh, and they do do have the the blooms, but uh, you don't have to worry about it uh, going four thousand feet down down through your fence and everything. Yeah. So they're 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 both nice landscape additions. All right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. Toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. Another thing to do when you come here to Millburgers at 1604 and Bull Road is to check out the new Butterfly Garden, the certified uh, Butterfly Garden that they've uh, built here. That will give you some good ideas not only on plants, but uh, how you could build something yourself and And the big steel horse here, or the big metal horse, you'll see the butterfly garden now. And, uh, a lot went into that. Maybe when we uh, come back after a break, Calvin will ask you kind of uh, what went into that, because it wasn't necessarily difficult, but I don't. It was there were certain oh yeah, there rules and regs you had to lots of choices. That's, yeah, that's uh, one of the neat things about butterflies in this area. You you'll you'll find plants that they like, and you'll also like. You like the blooms and like what they look like, so it's not that tough doing a butterfly garden. A lot of fun. Good now deal. You said it was certified. What does that mean? You follow the recommendations on yeah, the internet the, or something? Yeah, you fill out an application and they they say how many. Oh, uh, is that right? Yeah, it sounded say, like you had to have certain criteria. You have to have certain amount of native plants. You have to have certain amount of plants for nectar and also certain amount of plants for caterpillars. Okay. All right, we're going to get ready to take a break. Our phone number, by the way, is 308-8867, 308-8867, and toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Give us a call or come on out to Millburgers like so many of your gardening friends are uh, out here doing lots of shopping and enjoying themselves out here at Millburgers at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. And go to com to find out more about all the activities that are going on here at the nursery. Back in a moment, 308-8867. This is... We're back with Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. If you just joined us, we're broadcasting live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. So come on by and visit with us. All your gardening neighbors are out here doing some shopping. Mark, uh, kind of walking amongst all the great-looking plants here. So uh, come on by and visit with us or call us at 308-8867. We've got Alan back on the line. Alan, did you have another question at 308-8867? Yes, I'm sorry. Um, uh, what kind of ivy would be good uh, to uh, privacy ivy, like growing on a fence um, in the shade? 
Algerian, English ivy. What would be a good one? Well, I think both. Both have Either worked. one of those? Yeah. We've used, we used to really recommend, what would be, you know, we were inclined to recommend the ivies, but uh, they, t- they took it on the chin a bit in the, the droughts um, yeah, over that long period of time when we were seeing a lot of dry weather. But I always, I always liked uh, English ivy, the leaf, leaf a little smaller, and so it was a little less sensitive to the, the droughts is the way I, I interpreted it. And uh, okay. so it did well for me. Either one of those two, or is there a third or fourth? Well, no, yeah, either either one. It depends on, is, is it good soil, or is it rocky soil? or Ro- Rocky soil. I think I'd use English ivy then, rather than the okay. Algerian, yeah. Okay, and it's got a lot of shade. Yeah, if you've got a better soil or a raised bed, Algerian does real fine. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. Good luck. All right. You bet. 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. And toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Uh, I looked at the usage of uh, plantanswers.com uh, last week, and uh, one of the, in the top ten was uh, Yellow St. Augustine. 371 people uh, came looking for why their St. Augustine is yellow. This now, is at this time of the year. Uh, if you if you had any kind of a problem with your St. Augustine, whether it be you didn't water it or or whether you had a takeoff patch or brown patch or or something like that that, that caused the caused it to weaken the grass. Uh, it's yellow. It, it's it's just stab reestablishing its root system, so it it has a tendency to be on the yellow chlorotic uh, side. And I was noticing in my neighborhood too, the rescue grass and the annual bluegrass is um, declining. And it's turning yellow. Yeah, too. yellow. So yeah, so you got, and you've got some of the San Augustine, and they're coming back. Yeah. You know? My neighborhood's got a lot of a lot of trees, so we don't have a great San Augustine lawns. But, uh, but I could just I could imagine that when I was walking this morning that people are gonna you know they've had that wonderful green lawn all yeah. winter. Now it's showing yellowing, and uh, I'm wondering if they're not thinking that's St. Augustine. That's yeah. That, that there's gonna be that transition period, and then so what you might be faced with you might be faced with the yellowing. As the rescue grass declines and the San Augustine moves back in, but you also there'll be a, a elongation or a extension of that yellowing with the San Augustine grass right. trying to uh, deal with uh, cool soil. So if that if that's the situation, uh, probably your best bet, and it won't hurt anything if you if you hadn't recognized your San Augustine from your rescue grass to put out a product called Iron Plus. And uh, it's called Iron, I-R-O-N, Iron Plus. And uh, that's, that's got an extra shot of iron in it, plus it's got nitrogen in it to green up your uh, yellow spot. So you can go ahead and uh, actually fertilize, you know, you know most, most of the time we're recommending slow-release lawn fertilizer. 
But you could actually use Iron Plus for your right. lawn fertilization. Right. Maybe and, you com- combine them even. Yeah. And uh, Iron Plus is it's not slow release, unfortunately. An Iron Plus slow release would be a good product. Yeah. But it's got, uh, it's got a lot of nitrogen in it. Yeah, it's got it's got a lot of nitrogen in it. Uh, but that that's what's being recommended uh, by Neil Spare and some of that bunch is a is a all nitrogen type of fertilizer, which Iron Plus fits fits the bill with the exception that it's not a slow release iron. So I'm 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 like Calvin. I, if I were going to do it. If you had an extremely yellow St. Augustine lawn, I'd, I'd put an application of Iron Plus on there, and then wait maybe uh, wait maybe uh, two to three weeks, and then plant put your uh, 19.59 slow release fertilizer on there. 308-8867 is our number. 308-8867. And Lisa's on the line. Hi there, Lisa. Welcome to the show. How you doing today? I'm doing just great. Good. Okay. Three what, I, well, what I would recommend on that is, is <laughs> planting in morning sun and afternoon shade, okay? And call it Fred. There you go. Well, Lisa, I'm glad we could help you once again today. Yeah, thanks for calling in, Lisa. You, you take care. <laughs> What's going on, Lisa? Well, I've got three questions. Do you want to start with the easy or the hard? Mm. Uh, they always turn out to be hard, Lisa. Yeah. <laughs> you, take, you take the choice. Okay. Start off with the chocolate vine. Now, they oh. say that it is, and I've got the tag here. It says that it's a uh, deciduous, semi-evergreen, climbing, trailing vine grows rapidly 20 to 40 feet. That it will develop small purple to red fragrant flowers in mid-spring that give way to violet elongated fruit pods. Are the fruit pods edible? Are the fruit pods edible? Right. Well, that I don't know. That. I, I think they call it chocolate because it's got got kind of a chocolate cover covered leaves, doesn't it? Covered no, leaves. the leaves are green. The the flowers are like magenta in color. It says small purple to red, but they look more magenta. But then it says it'll give way to violet elongated fruit pods, but it doesn't tell me whether or not they're edible. Hmm. I would be. No, that's not the chocolate. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking about. I don't. I don't know anything about that vine. I'd be a bit leery of it. Um, you haven't. Did you check the uh, internet, Lisa? No. Maybe Milton can. Check I'm looking. It. What's the other question? What's the easy, easy one? Yeah. <laughs> the, e- the easy one has to do with the hydrangeas. I'm getting ready to plant them. And I've done them in pots in the past, but they, you know, they're constantly needing to be watered. So I was wondering if they do better in the ground, so they have more protection and they'd be, you know, less watering involved. I've seen kind of the happy compromise is to put a big, a big container in the ground, mm-hmm. and then you get you still you still got to water them. I mean, they're not a xeriscape plant, but then you can. You can put a lot of sphagnum peat moss in there, and you get an acid uh, situation, and the the acidity seems to last a lot longer. Okay. Now, if you if you put too much acid in there, it's going to turn them blue. Is that the case? If I yeah, that's true. 
I don't want to do that. I want to keep them pink. Well, the the one the ones that are being sold now uh, have a tendency the the old old uh, litmus 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 hydrangea like you're talking about uh, add, add acid and they turn blue or I think it it's opposite from from the actual acid. Uh, color situation. Why you put litmus paper in there? Right. And wh- when you put litmus paper in li- or litmus in acid, it turns pink, right? Right. Or turns blue. Does it turn blue or pink? Pink, I think. Pink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think. Uh, yeah. I think Lisa had it right on the the old, old days. It was the if you had it acidic, you got the blue flower. Right. 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 So it's opposite. But you, uh, but any, anyway, uh, I think they've they've is this a, is this a where did you get this plant? Is, it, is this is it just a, you got this from a nursery somewhere recently? No, I, I got it at a big box store recently. Okay, okay. Well, yeah. Uh, so I I don't think the the acid uh, situation is a acid uh, alkaline situation is as 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 like it used to be isn't not as reactive yeah not reactive but uh, still still the desirable to have an acid oh yeah situation yeah okay is it equal parts of the sand as well as the uh, the peat I, I yeah think yeah you, you do more and more on the peat more yeah the I, I, I use yeah if you Peat, peat, and even um, well, potting mix works well. Half peat and half potting mix. Right. Okay, you're you're mainly using the sand to uh, give it body. Okay. Because the peat's going to decompose. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready for the third question? We're ready. I guess so. Okay. Bowtie vine. It says that it's fast-growing evergreen, climbing vine, 15 to 20 feet, prefers full sun, near coast, and partial shade inland, and that it also has stunning magenta purple flowers. But it says that it may be poisonous. How do you determine if it is, and if it is, is it the flowers or is it the plant itself? And it's called, what? what is it? Bowtie. Bowtie vine. Bowtie vine, yeah. Oh, oh, okay, bowtie. Okay. Says maybe this is from Dave's Garden, Costa Rican butterfly vine, purple wings. Does that no. sound right, Lisa? No, bowtie. doesn't sound right. Not butterfly, bowtie. No, no, no. I know, but this is what? What's the Latin stuff? 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 Dale Champia, Dioscoriofolia. Yes. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think if I if it said it may be poisonous, I would uh, take yeah. it as as uh, not something. I mean, what are you going to do with it? Are you going to? I'm going to. No, <laughs> the, that the eating part was on the chocolate vine. The bow tie, I'm not going to eat it. I just wanted to know which was which part of the plant was poisonous. The, the uh, bow ties to, or the leaf. According to Dave'sGarden.com. It says handling plant doesn't say what part. Handling plant may cause skin irritation and allergic reaction. And that's so, the bow tie. 
Yeah, that that, yeah. that interpretation yeah. would make it sound like all parts. Yeah. Okay, right. Okay. And did we find anything about the chocolate, whether the fruit was no. edible or not? No. Sorry. Okay. I can give you the I can give you the Latin for that. Oh well. <laughs> I had trouble. Uh, that would be a wasted effort, I think. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Sorry, Lisa. Okay. That's okay. okay. It, it'll still be a nice plant in the garden. Sounds like it. Plant yeah. you some oh. tomatoes and quit eating your plants. <laughs> <laughs> I think every other gardener Hershey. out there has that covered. <laughs> Hershey, Hershey's chocolate is not poisonous. I know that. <laughs> okay. Well, I appreciate it, you guys. Yeah, thanks, All Lisa. Right, thanks Lisa. for calling in. Good Bye. to hear from you. All right, 308-8867. Thanks, Lisa. 308-8867. And toll free, it's 866-308-8867. We're still getting a lot of uh, cross uh, or interest in uh, live oak root sprouts. Over 200 people uh, wrote in last week about live oak root sprouts or got some information from Plant Answers dot com on live oak root sprouts and uh, the reason for that is is because they mainly come up in the spring in fact i've been told because uh, i i mow mine off mow my sprouts off that if you cut them back pretty severely in the in the early spring that uh they generally won't come back uh you know to where they're too tall uh, before the end of the summer, so um, there for some reason I, I guess the the trees actively growing and uh, starting its new growth habits and springing out, so to speak, and so the the oak oak root sprouts also uh, grow and are more apparent in the spring than they are in the. Uh, than they are later on in the, in the fall. So now is the time. I, I know when people plant Asian jasmine around their root sprouts, that's kind of what I do. Um, the uh, the uh, the oak sprouts come up through them in the spring now, and so. But if you cut them down below the Asian jasmine or, or below the weather canopy of the Asian jasmine is now uh, you probably won't have to do that but uh, at least one or two times more during the summer because they don't grow nearly as fast as they do in the spring I use mine come up I don't I don't have uh, Asian jasmine but I I just use a string string more I've heard people say that it's hard to String mow, but it isn't if you do it now. If you, if, yeah, yeah, if you, you do they're, it, they're 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 and uh, you got tender. A, yeah, you got a fairly good, uh, powerful mo- string mower. Uh, I don't I don't know if may, maybe some of the electrical versions or the battery versions don't don't work, but yeah. uh, uh, it's relatively easy to take them down, and we don't have to worry about uh, oak wilt on uh, no. suckers uh, because it's uh, such a small diameter that the plant is able to defend uh, defend that against the spores so just get a, get them get them down now and you should like Jerry says you shouldn't have as much problem over the summer a lot of people writing in about roses are uh, not writing in they're coming into plantanswers.com to get some rose information and uh, 
the the main rose information now is if 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 you prune your roses earlier in February, but you didn't prune your climbers and uh, the uh, late blooming roses like the climbers mainly uh, that bloom later, and uh, it's after they finish their bloom now. Uh, you want to go ahead and, and prune them back and uh, get them get them within bounds of, of what you want to keep them in. Some of the climbers are still blooming up a storm. Yeah, well, that's, that's true too. Yeah, you have, yeah. I'm just telling you to get, get the blush ready to do that. It's it's still really blooming up a storm. Plants like azaleas, wisteria, Carolina jasmine, Lady Banks rose, crossvine. Is your crossvine still blooming? No, mine is non-existent anymore. It's, oh, oh. It, it became a stub several years ago, and I didn't replant it. Okay. Forsythia, uh, quince, viburnums, and other spring-blooming shrubs and plants uh, and vines to, to reshape. Uh, you, do, you don't need to do the formal pruning like you do on a regular hybrid tea rose but, or, or something like that, but... Uh, if you want to cut them back or get them within bounds, uh, you won't miss the bloom because you, you've already had the bloom, the main bloom. And the, and the flower bud, most of the flower bud production is done, right. done later. So. Right. All right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. We're going to take a break, so while we do, why don't you give us a call and be a part of the show, 308-8867. We've got more of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. I'm Milton Glick, and this is 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road. Right now, Millburgers has great savings on some of your springtime favorites, your favorites that will allow you to create a garden that will be the envy of the neighborhood. Ready for this? This week at Millburgers, you'll save on zinnias in the four-inch pot, now just 88 cents each. You have to brighten up shade. You have to brighten up sun. Begonias can do both, and you'll find them on sale in the four-inch pot for just 98 cents each. Lantana is on sale. This beautiful Texas superstar is loved by hummingbirds and butterflies. It's loved by homeowners, especially those that have deer because the deer don't like it, and it's drought-resistant. It's on sale in the one-gallon container for just four eighty-eight. This week at Millburgers, you'll save on begonias in the 12-inch pot ready to display, just fourteen eighty-eight. You'll save on geraniums. Herbs are on sale for just $1.88 in the 4-inch pot. You'll save on these and more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery. Come to Furniture Now. Our prices are great. We don't play games with discounts. Everything is simply the lowest price every day. The salespeople are not on commission at Furniture Now, so you won't experience that awful salesperson pressure. If you are shopping for furniture, stop by Furniture Now. You'll be glad you did. Furniture Now is having a huge Internet sale. Save hundreds of dollars. Check it out at MyFurnitureNow.com. MyFurnitureNow.com. Make healthy by nature your ticket to feeling great. Hi, I'm Marty Whitaker, certified clinical nutritionist and host of the show. I interview renowned experts who share simple changes in diet and lifestyle that can give us more energy, a better memory, and a happier mood. For details, visit HealthyByNatureShow.com. Our show is brought to you here by Rhonda's Nature's Way with two San Antonio locations. 
We can be heard each Saturday afternoon at 4 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And now, a word from Bob Jenkins of Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services. Hi, I'm Bob Jenkins of Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services. And we at Bob Jenkins say safety is our first concern. As stewards of the environment, we believe in protecting the ecosystem by defending and protecting your home from pests and keeping your lawn healthy and weed-free. Wait a minute. I'm Bob Jenkins of Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services, and we take pride in our customer service and have for over 30 years. It's no wonder we at Bob Jenkins have won the Super Service award 10 years in a row i'm sorry but i'm bob jenkins of bob jenkins pest and lawn services when you call me bob jenkins we'll find and fix the problem you're having if it's rodents insects stinging bugs or if you need help killing weeds and bringing your lawn back to life call bob jenkins pest and lawn services today and get 20 dollars off your initial pest control service and ask about the mosquito treatment special 210-979-PEST-JenkinsPest.com. i'm bob jenkins and i approve of this message DeWitt Plant Fabrics are the number one choice of lawn care professionals and consumers. DeWitt's high-performance quality products save time and are environmentally safe for responsible homeowners. DeWitt Pro 5 Seed Barrier, the industry's best needle-punched polypropylene fabric designed for the homeowner who demands professional quality products. Pro 5 Weed Barrier conserves soil moisture, increases growth, and prevents unwanted weeds from germinating. Pro 5 is a non-chemical, environmentally sound form of weed control, allowing air, water, Water and nutrients to pass through, which equates to no use of chemicals to eliminate weeds. With this permeable landscape fabric, air passes through, preventing soil suffocation, and is sustainable to grow healthy plants. The needle punch material allows water and nutrients to slowly seep through while preventing all weeds from growing. It is the ideal product for weed control under rocks, mulch, and soil. Pro 5 Weed Barrier is available at Millburgers Nursery in many different sizes. Next time you're at Millburgers, ask for DeWitt Pro 5 Weed Barrier. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. And we've got John on the line at 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Hi, John. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Good morning. Good uh, Good afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's marginal, huh? Yeah. Any, anyway, do uh, you know anything about palms? A little bit. Well, uh, what can we help you with? Well, I had, uh, you know, I know I got a male and a female palm. They're about nine feet tall. And last year they both bloomed. This year only the male bloomed and the female had never bloomed. So I don't guess it's going to bloom this year. I don't know if the, that big freeze hurt it more or what. Yeah, the, the, uh, they're different, uh, cold tolerances to the, the, the flower types. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes the flower types can be moved up. Did you get any any uh, any fruit from the palm last year? Well, the insects did. <laughs> oh, they were okay. Pretty, I, I tried to put some stuff up there, but she couldn't keep the ants out of them or so. You know how that is. Yeah. Well, but, what, I mean, what you need to do like on those ants is use the baits at the base of the uh, at the base of the plant. Yeah, where they crawl up from, huh? huh. Yeah. Uh, well, something else I want to talk about is—is uh, is that all right? Yeah, sure. Well, I don't know if it's—I think they're Dixie squash. You know, I, 
I'm losing the crops, uh, losing. I don't have a pollinator. They, they all come out with a female bloom and no male blooms. It's, but they made a yeah. mistake in their design or something. <laughs> Either Dixie no. or another one from Bur- Bur- Burpee, I think. Yeah, that that Dixie fly, a Dixie squash is that's the one the commercial people use, and it does have a tendency to have uh, more female flowers or yeah, a little funny. squash. Some but, of them used uh, to be. Yeah, generally the uh, the old types uh, had more male blooms, and people would get upset because they <laughs> they, they yeah, had a lot of that. blooms on there. But uh, Dick, Dixie is, is one that has a tendency to have uh, more uh, female yeah. blooms or squash. Uh-huh. But it, sh- it should have some male blooms. Are, are they not setting squash? Are they not setting squash? Or no, you know they just shrivel up if they don't get pollinated. They... Right, right, right. Uh-huh. And you're so you're losing. all shriveling up. Uh, I think I saw one that might have made over there. Uh, okay. Got any bee action on there? Any kind yeah, of? Yeah, we got. I've got a beehive here. <laughs> oh, okay, good. I've been well, busy that, with a legustrum and stuff like that. Generally, that tendency will reverse itself as the temperature gets warmer. Yeah. So, so I wouldn't worry about that. Yeah, I've got some zucchini too. That's getting ready to come on too. Uh, good. You know. Um, there was one. Oh, you know this Feliciano uh, peach. Yeah. I don't think we got enough cold hours here in Jordan because that one big cold spell. But I don't think we got our 400 hours here. But I think you're right. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I think a lot of us Which experience I, I, that. I think that's this is the first time that thing that has ever happened. Or even worse, the uh, yeah, Lafayette and June Gold is another one that yeah. I've never seen this uh, happen. Yeah. Before. Um, so we yeah. had a relatively mild winter. Everybody said, well, it froze all my plants. It was that right. one hard freeze. Oh, one more comment. You, you remember this old garden show about 25 years ago in Jordan where we brought in that. My mother-in-law had this banana plant in her chicken pen, and it got pretty good water, too. And it was a big cluster, but real big cluster of bananas for this part of the country. I haven't seen right. one since. And I brought them in, and you, you were kind of amazed at it that time. Oh yeah, yeah. That the, the, uh, you, you, all that chicken manure and and what? Do you remember water. that, Terry? No. <laughs> he doesn't remember. How many years ago was that? He said twenty-five. Twenty-five years. Well, ago? Well, he's younger than I am. So, well, <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, but he. <laughs> Some you the, must the you mind, may age mind, better. The huh? mind has gone. But uh, sorry, Jeff. Everybody always brought those uh, brought odd things in to those vegetable shows and whatever. That's that back was pretty Holly, good. Holly, uh, that's back when Hollis Duke was the county order county agent down in there. Yeah. Thanks, sir. Thank you for calling. Well, well, good thanks. luck. Bye. Good, you good take talk care. to you. All right, 308-8867 is the number, 308-8867. Steve is on the line. Hey, Steve, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Hi, I'm Elmer. Trip, Steve. Hey, Trip, Steve. I, I had a question for Calvin. Uh, back yes. in March, he said first of 
April is a good time to fertilize the Bermuda grass. So I did that. Is there a second time that's good later in the season? When did you when did the, did you think I said to fertilize? First 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 of April. I generally generally I say I say uh, when you mowed real grass twice, which sometimes on Bermuda grass is later in the month or even as late as May first, but uh, they depend. Yeah, okay. If you've got a lot of traffic on it, they they go ahead and uh, fertilize again uh, June, and then they then they wait until October first again. But uh, okay. things things like no, zoysia and no just mowing. So you you could you could just fertilize twice like we do with zoysia in San Augustine, but Bermuda. Okay. Bermuda, uh, in any kind of traffic situation, they fertilize three times. No, I, I don't have any traffic on it. Yeah, you could go out you know, there. You and your do- dog could go out there and walk back and forth, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I still had a dog weekend. <laughs> hey, the other thing I wanted to tell you guys is about the 1823 tomatoes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was... Yeah, it was. Oh, it was the first one to set tomatoes. I got a tomato bigger than a golf ball on there now. Wow! Wow! That's pretty cool. The the, the nine sixty eight set right after that, and of course, being the cherry tomato, I got a, more of those than on the eighteen twenty threes. But there's probably ten or twelve plant, tomatoes on each plant, and yeah, the rest well, of them are just just starting. But Changed, you that, know, from that should be interesting to see how many and how big they get. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I, I had this, I, I had the well, same experience except now, uh, the 968 was first, but the HM 1823 was a close second setting uh-huh. fruit. But I don't have as much fruit as you do on each plant. Now, have you got got room to put a tasty Lee in there? Uh. Yeah, I can probably put one in. You got some yeah, over you, there? Yeah, yeah. You need to need to try some of those, uh, ta- a couple of those tasty leaves so we can compare the taste between HM1823 okay. and uh, and tasty Lee. Okay. I can't get over there today, but I'll get over there this week and get a couple of Yeah, they'll, they'll still have them this week. Cool. All right. What, be kind, good to- what kind of tomato is this? Uh, it's it was developed for taste, taste oh. and and uh, and uh, nutrition. And Jerry was saying it's a short tomato, yeah, six foot tall or less, okay. and uh, um, determinant, of course. And it's, it's, it's supposed, heat setter. It's supposed to be extremely yeah heat setter. It's supposed to be extremely uh, high in lycopene or the vitamin vitamin A precursor. Uh, uh-huh. and and that's why it's so red. It's, it's supposed to be a real red, oh, red tomato. Okay. How big is it? It's a medium-sized tomato. Medium-sized. Oh, uh, like like a celebrity size. Right, right, right. Okay. Maybe a little smaller. What? Well, that sounds interesting. Yeah, I'll go get a couple of them so we can. Okay, I appreciate that. We 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 like for our. Our listeners and and growers top, to uh, compare those top gardeners, yeah. Compare those. You know, I was, 
that the 1823 that fed all the food is they're sitting between my uh, snow pea plants that are about six foot tall. Uh-huh. After, I lost all of them after that real hard freeze back in January, so I replanted them. And, of course, right now they're just putting out putting out fruit. And, uh, and as they do that, I'm thinning them out. But they've been re- really well protected, I think, is one thing. Because, you know, the wind hasn't blowing them around and everything. And what are they? Uh, it's the snow pea plants on each side of them. Oh, okay. The, I didn't, I didn't catch that. I planted in, in between them. In the space oh, okay. St- stay, Steve, will you say it again? I didn't catch it. What? What uh, is it that's set I, in fruit I, now? The 1823s and the 968s, just like yours. Yeah. The 1823 was first. And then the, but what, the, the 968, of course, has fed a lot more fruit than 1823 yeah. since it started. What it, froze, it though? What were you talking about that froze? No, what I was talking about was what I planted them was between snow pea leaf plants, snow pea pod plants that I planted in, uh, in January after the freeze. They're, they're real tall, so when this, these were growing up, they were protected from the wind and everything. And so they grew really well. They're about three foot tall now. Yeah. Okay, well, thanks for coming and calling in. Get, yeah. Come by and get some of those tasty okay. leaves. Cool. Well, thanks, Steve. Yeah, well, Talk to you yeah. later, Steve. Thanks for, Bye-bye. The, thanks for the fertilizer question. Bye. No problem. <laughs> All right, 308-8867, 308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. A lot of people are going into plant answers and, and looking to looking at the information on how to distinguish between Floratam and, and Raleigh, or Floratam and other St. Augustine grasses, and uh, 152 people read that article last week. Uh, on plantanswers.com, but uh, we, you know, we got in there. It's very difficult to tell Floratam you can do it, especially from Raleigh, because uh, the Floratam uh, runners are, are larger and the leaf leaves are considerably larger than than Raleigh. But uh, probably the the safest way to tell to, to, to determine whether you got floor tam or not is to buy it at Millburgers because they 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 go to extra lengths to uh, make sure that they got true to name grasses that they're selling. Is that, is that purple the purple coloring issue? Uh, yeah. yeah, sometimes you have purple stems on there, but that's that's not an always situation. And usually that's when it's when they're growing real fast. And uh, at this time of the year, uh, like I said, there's not 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 as much purple to differentiate there. But uh, floor tam's a good good uh, vigorous grass. My my floor tam is coming out in my front yard. It's 40 years old and uh, never been resodded, even through the extreme cold temperatures that we've had. Because they they said uh, that people say that floor tam is not as cold tolerant, but I haven't haven't seen any killback on it in my yard. I th- I think I think a lot of that 
feedback. Feedback is, it has to do with preconditioning. In other words, how healthy the grass is when it goes into the freeze, and making sure that that you've watered it uh, before the freeze occurs, and things like that. But uh, anyway, that if you if you want to try Floratam, has a very vigorous grass, and uh, it's it's. It it was originally it was originally put on on the market as, as being chinch bug resistant. Now just just recently they say that in Florida that it's lost some of its chinch bug resistant mm. uh, characteristics. But I'm I'm not I, I've never seen chinch bug on Florida in in Texas. I'll put it that way. So. Uh, uh, How about brown patch? And, and, yeah, we don't have it. It will have the organisms of brown patch and take all patch. And no symptoms. But no, no, it's not symptomatic. In other words, it doesn't show the browning out and things like that, like other grasses do. Now I don't know how uh, this new grass, which is supposed to be a Floratam derivative. Um, and I'm saying Floratam in case you don't understand that uh, cross the uh, it was it was a release between Florida and uh, Texas A&M, and that's why you get the flora F L O R A or F L O R yes A, and then uh, Tam T A M which is uh, Texas A&M, so that's why you get the Floratam name. But this uh, PJ, PJ F- Select, FJ, FJ, FJ Select, uh, is a new grass that only only uh, Millburger sells, or sells the most of it. It's a Millburger exclusive, and it's supposed to be uh, to have a little more, a little more shade tolerance, not a lot, but then uh, Floratam. But has the same floor tam characteristics of being a strong growing grass. So if you want to, if you're putting in new sod, and uh, that's what that's what I encourage people to do. If they, if they've got Saint Augustine that is browned out or, or something because of of uh, not so much brown patch, but because of take all patch, uh, resod it now with floor tam. Uh, now, if it's if it's if it's thinned out because of shade, uh, that's not going to help you. In other words, if you've got too shady air for St. Augustine, um, you need to go to ground covers or, or mulch or something like that because uh, uh, you can resod about every two years if you want St. Augustine in that area. Uh, but uh, and if you got Bermuda, especially in shade, it's gonna it's gonna fade out over a period of time. All right, we're gonna take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 308-8867. 308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas is coming right up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. 
Hamilton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bolverde Road. Right now, Millburgers has great savings on some of your springtime favorites. Your favorites that will allow you to create a garden that will be the envy of the neighborhood. Ready for this? This week at Millburgers, you'll save on zinnias in the four-inch pot, now just 88 cents each. You have to brighten up shade. You have to brighten up sun. Begonias can do both, and you'll find them on sale in the four-inch pot for just 98 cents each. Lantana is on sale. This beautiful Texas superstar is loved by hummingbirds and butterflies. It's loved by homeowners, especially those that have deer, because the deer don't like it, and it's drought-resistant. It's on sale in the one-gallon container for just just four eighty-eight. This week at Millburgers, you'll save on begonias in the 12-inch pot ready to display, just $14.88. You'll save on geraniums. Herbs are on sale for just $1.88 in the 4-inch pot. You'll save on these and more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Dennis Prager here with an important message. We spend our whole lives taking care of those we love. However, statistics show that over half of all adults fail to have a will prepared. Giving the gift of a well-prepared estate plan is one of the most loving things you can do for those you care about. So let me introduce you to Charlie Weisinger with Weisinger Law Firm. Charlie is an estate planning attorney who takes the time to get to know you and your family and your goals and desires for them. Charlie makes the process simple. Most clients have a plan in place in as little as two visits. Give Charlie Weisinger and his staff at Weisinger Law Firm a call today. Your first consultation is free. Weisinger Law Firm is conveniently located one mile north of 1604 in Selma, Texas. You can reach him at 210-308-0800. That's 210-308-0800. Or online at WeisingerLawFirm.com. W-E-I-S-I-N-G-E-R LawFirm.com. Hi, this is Baron Wiley, and you've heard me say that Gary and Dave from Climate Magic get it. Well, guess what? I get it. I am a happy Climate Magic customer, too, and here's why. My new friend Martin has been with Climate Magic for over 20 years, nicest man in the world. We found out we had a lot in common, but then Martin got to work, and I promise you it was the most thorough AC service my unit has ever seen. In fact, he found a little too much. I had some mold growing back there. He quickly pulled that part out of my unit, took it outside, cleaned it all up, and put it back in, all part of the service. And Martin told me that at Climate Magic, they treat each customer and project like as if it was in their own home. He taught me some new tips. Gave me some great advice because it's true, Climate Magic does have the heart of a teacher. And I feel like I got more service than for what I paid. I also think that Climate Magic appreciated that I scheduled my AC maintenance now in the cooler weather, which is safer for my friend Martin. I think that's also reflected in my Climate Magic maintenance package. Let Climate Magic take care of your AC right now. It's 210-340-8240 for Climate Magic. ClimateMagic.com. Texas License 15312C. I'd like to introduce you to Karen Bagwell of Blue Rose Christian Counseling, specializing in anxiety, depression, OCD, trauma, grief, and relationships. And Karen, what relationship doesn't have stress? Stress is completely normal, and if managed properly, instead of tearing down, it can be used to build up relationships. So Karen, where does this building start? Call me, Karen Bagwell, at 210-264-2565. For Blue Rose Christian Counseling, bluerosechristiancounseling.com. 
And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Wick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. And we got Bud on the line at 308-8867. Hi there, Bud. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine. How are you all? Good, good. What's going on? Uh, I have a question. Uh, concerning vining squash, such as tatuma, butternut, and honey boat. Right. Is there a way that I can get the squash to grow up on a structure so that they're not sitting on the ground? You'll just have to train them up there. Yeah, in other words, you know, uh, wrap them around there because they don't have any any tendrils or anything to latch on to and climb. So you you'll have to uh, uh, put them put them up on some type of structure. Tatuma is especially tough because it wants to grow cross country, and it. Uh, has a sets of fruit every one foot. Yeah, but it will it'll grow up. If something's in its way. It'll grow up over the top of it. Absolutely. Hmm. So you you just have to train it in a cage or something like that that don't keep them off the ground. So as as that vine grows, yeah. I'm just going to make up a figure. Every couple of days, I need to go out there and absolutely kind of twine it up on. That's the there you go. That's right. Okay now. I have some old, old homemade uh, tomato cages. They're round. Good. They're they're That'll about work. three feet tall, and they're, they're they're metal. They're metal, of course. Will will it yeah. hold on to that metal? No, it won't hold on to anything. You just have to twine it around. You have to uh, have to uh, have to uh, twine it around, and then when it when it gets uh, to the top of that three-foot cage, uh, then it'll it'll go over and come down, and so you'll have basically six foot of it uh, off the ground, six foot of the stem off the ground. Yeah. Well, this sounds like an interesting experiment. Oh yeah, you, you like you said, every couple of days you're gonna have to go out there and and train it to where you want it to go. Okay, thank you so much, gentlemen. Yeah, all right, thank Thanks, you for bud. calling in. You take I'd care. Love to you. That'll free up a line at 308-8867. Calvin answering a question off the air. Uh, you're always welcome to come on by. We don't necessarily have to have you on the air. We'd like to because it'll help more people. But, uh, you know, we're, we're pretty easy going. In fact, we'll find out just You've right now. You've gotten easy going. You used to be an animal about it. <laughs> I felt more pressure. And then, you know, I, just, I think after that one lady ran out of here crying, and uh, I, that kind I of got into meditation. I just I embraced the now. Oh, okay. You know? <laughs> so what kind of question did you have, Calvin? I had this, uh, and we haven't had many of these yet this year. In past years, we have. Uh, her husband was spraying. Uh-oh. A, a, a Roundup-type chemical, and, uh, and in the wind, it blasted Uh-oh. It straight over the perennial bed. Uh-oh. So she's, they're seeing all kinds of, you know, variation. Weird the, growth. Yeah, and uh, dead areas, and she was just wondering what will make it and what won't. And I, I said, well, the further away has more of a chance. And then some plants, she said there were uh, lantanas in there. And I said, they're not... Not particularly sensitive, 
uh, and, but but you just gotta you can take a you, the best thing to do for the plants is just give them a chance to see what they do. But if it's really an ugly situation, I just cut them back and see if they come back. Right. Uh, some, a lot of them won't if they're there. You know, if they really got a blast. Yeah, it they, sounds like they really were. Yeah. Caught. Or if they're, I didn't ask about roses or anything. No. How's her husband doing after the hospital? <laughs> that, I, told, I told her that she better. Yeah. <laughs> She said that she's t- taken away his sprayer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that uh, that drift on Roundup is, uh, or, or any herbicide, as far as that's concerned, is uh, that's why you never want to spray on a windy day. And that's real. I mean, it says on the instructions, and every time you read any recommendations, maybe we don't say it enough anymore, but... Uh, yeah. Um, and especially if it's near a sensitive plant like roses, you can you can swear and gar- many times gardeners have done this. Well, oh heck, I wasn't wasn't within eight feet of those that rose, and then they think back and say, yeah. mm, it was windy." <laughs> and yeah. our our experience in the greenhouse with roses is they don't ever grow out of it. No, and they it doesn't take much. If, yeah. they, if they show any kind of symptom, the indication they're going to be done for. So. Well, we blame Dr. Larry Stein. He's he's praised our herbicide. And, <laughs> Poor Larry. And uh, well, and you, uh, a lot of things. We, uh, I think we told you the, this story on t- TV one time. We had this was years ago, and there were a number of us using the sprayer. And I don't even remember what I was spraying there, but I went. Obviously, it hadn't been cleaned out very well. Mm-hmm. So that's when we killed whatever it was that we were spraying tomatoes, I think. And uh, Steve Brown said, uh, terrible horticulture, but good TV. Yeah, well, yeah, you have to make those mistakes on TV every now and then so people can see that that you know that that happens, that stuff happens. That's why a lot of a lot of folks will have uh, if you do a lot of spraying, you'll have more than one sprayer, and you just one is your herbicide. Yeah, sprayer you mark it. Yeah, that, that's the way we do it at the greenhouse. Yeah. You mark it, and once you, you you know you can clean out a herbicide sprayer, but you have to use. Uh, Ammonia and soapy water, soapy water, and all sorts of stuff, and make sure you clean out the hose too. You know, if you just clean out the tank and you have some left in the hose, that can just that little bit can cause your problem. So we we don't talk about that as as much so, as we should. So that uh, the the issue is then if it's windy, don't spray. Um, oh like yeah. Roundup or Remedy or. Or those, uh, or two four Ds even. Yeah, well, two four Ds is the one that's famous for that. I mean, yeah. they, they used to have a volatile form of two four D that even the lightest of wind could uh, move it into your neighbor's yard and, yeah. and do some damage. And and that's that's when most people pretended they did not spray at all. Yeah, right. And everybody's in denial. Uh. Uh, Neil Sperry in today in yesterday's paper. If you didn't get, if you didn't uh, look at yesterday's garden section, uh, be sure it's got uh, Calvin's got a wonderful article on uh, zinnias in there, and some pretty pictures in there with it. 
And Neil uh, talks about something that we don't talk about very much, and that's uh, somebody wrote in and said, I'm having a terrible problem with one of my daylilies. I've tried copper fungicide and other control products, and nothing helps. Is this rust? And uh, they sent a picture on it, and uh, the daylily leaf looks like it's got a little, it's got little spots, and on the bottom, it's it's got uh, what what is referred to as as rust, and what that rust is is uh, spores of 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 the of the fungus. fungus fungus spore, and and when you rub it off with your hand, this is off daylily leaf. I get fixed and get it too. Figs for sure. And, and zoysia grass. Zoysia grass, yeah. And when you rub it off, it, it's snapdragons. It like brown or rust on your on yeah, your finger. Sna- snapdragons will be getting it. That's another right. Another month or so. That's right. And uh, he said that he identified it as daylily rust. It said it was observed in China and it had become a well-known. Well known to daylily enthusiasts since it was first observed in the U.S. in 2000. Yeah, exciting. So, so it's not a not a not it's not been here forever. I haven't I don't haven't used many daylilies in my landscape here, but up north I didn't. I don't remember ever seeing rust no. up, there, up north, but that's pre-2000. Yeah. Extension recommendations include daconil or uh, chlorothalonil. Chlorothalonil or daconil. Solus daconil. D A C O N I L. Uh, to control it. Uh, it's also recommended that you prune off all affected foliage. Uh, the figs really get it, in the, in, especially in the fall when the leaves are in the are decline. They, is, is, are they implying that it kills the plant? or like it, the, it, dam- it damages the leaves uh, to the point that yeah. it, it makes it inoperable. But then the bulb will still come back. Right? Yeah, right, right, right. But, uh, yeah, like figs it just will weaken, come back. It just weakens it. Snapdragons kills them dead or no doornail. Zoysia doesn't. Zoysia grass will come back. Yeah, uh, but they're, I guess they're all different species of rust. Yeah, Neil recommended that if you want to read more information about daylily rust, uh, that you go to the American Daylily Society at uh, daylilies uh, dot org and go to the dictionary on the daylily rust, and they've got some good information on there. You can as, I, as I remember, daconil or chlorothalonil was was the best thing for the rust, and it's also the best thing for tomato diseases. It, it's a it's a multi used to be sold sold as multi-purpose fungicide. Yeah, I don't think it is anymore. But uh, it's sold as daconil, D-A-C-O-N-I-L. But uh, then, then uh, somebody wrote in and said that uh, said that they they were controlling the uh, controlling the uh, uh, oleander, not the oleander, the uh, uh, red red fortenia problem, uh, the spots on the leaves, uh, using dishwashing soap. <laughs> and that blew my blue Neil's mind. Said uh, also on rose bushes for black spot. And uh, Neil says, 
Neil's being very kind here. He says, I'm not entirely sure where the use of dishwashing detergent got its big start in the control of seemingly everything. But but it, it's it it's not something I would ever recommend. Not even for aphids. Uh, no, he said perhaps people are are misreading my comments when I say that you should add a a drop or two of dishwashing detergent in per gallon of spray, such Surfican. as weed killers, when you're trying to help the spray hold onto waxy funnel leaf uh, funnel shaped leaves. Hey, we got to say goodbye for today, but we want to thank everybody for listening. And you know what? We're back here next Saturday and Sunday at the nursery. So we want to encourage you to come on by and visit with us then. It's a beautiful day. Going to get some rain tomorrow and Tuesday, it sounds like. So enjoy that and uh, enjoy your garden. All right, we'll say goodbye for today. On uh, behalf of the docs, thanks to Carlo, doing a great job uh, getting all your calls on the air. And, of course, thanks to you for listening. I'm Milton Glicks. See you next week on Millburgers Gardening South Texas right here on 930. AM. This is the answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.